This is the Fearless Agent Podcast, where you learn how to make way more money fast selling real estate with your host, the fearless agent himself, Bob Leffler. And good day to you. This is Bob here at the Fearless Agent Podcast for real estate sales professionals like you, where we explain why everything you've been taught by the real estate industry is wrong and you will make lots more money in way less time by doing the exact opposite. And speaking of the exact opposite, we have a guest who is doing the exact opposite to make lots more money. Her name is Amanda Contreras from Cedar Park, Texas. Amanda, are you there? I'm here. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Now, as I'm fantastic. As you know, Amanda, that we always start the coaching calls with the headlines of the day. Would you like to hear some headlines of the day? I would. Thank goodness she said yes. Okay, well, one of them is NASA says that three monster black holes are set to collide. And, uh, Amanda, as you may remember from school, they're called the executive, the legislative, and the judicial. Do you remember that in school? Yeah. Uh (laughs) And then the other one is good news, bad news. I like the old good news, bad news. The the, um, Justin Bieber is threatening to release another album, the good news is he said we have until midnight to meet his demands. So it's not all bad news. See, it could be it could be worse. So I let's like uh let's start by talking about you. Now you're kind of new to fearless agent coaching, right? Yes, sir. About I think two weeks now, so I'm still in the process of, of learning just the listening presentation. And you and how's that going? It's going. It's right. going. <laughs> Do you see that as an improvement over what you've been doing? Yes, I feel like, yes, definitely. I mean, when you say everything, it sounds very smooth. And when I'm trying to repeat it, obviously, it's really rough right now. But, yeah, it's it's different than what I've been taught all these years by, you know, different companies I've worked at. So, yeah. yeah we do the opposite. You know, the what, what the we do that's different is uh, I want you to make it all about the customer. Uh, don't make it about you and your brand and uh, all that kind of stuff. And that's what that's what. That's the secret to making it great. So um, you had a a couple of questions. What was the one you would want to ask most? Oh, geez, I have several. But immediately, um, I was thinking of changing my phone number uh, because we're getting new for sales signs made up because my company is is a new company now. Mm -hmm. Um, So, But I sold real estate in California for 10 years, and I have had this same cell phone number for all these years. So I guess my question to you was, should I hang on to this 310 California number here in Texas or go ahead and bite the bullet and just change it? Because I was thinking, well, maybe if some agents that I did business with years ago want to refer someone. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what your thoughts were yeah, on that. I would hang on to it. So what, what I would do is uh, buy a cheap phone. There may be another way to do this too than about what I'm going to say because I'm not exactly a technology guru here. Um, but I, I think you could uh, – buy a cheap phone and have it have your old phone number, which is from California. Where were you uh, in California? The west side of Los Angeles, Santa Monica area. So you you just moved. By the way, I don't know. Have you been to California recently? Me? No, not since I moved. Have you seen the price of gas in California? I think it's around the $5 mark. 
Yeah, Ramon. Have you seen it? My, Ramon is my lovely. Yeah, it's so bad that I looked over in the HOV lane. The Crips and the Bloods were carpooling. That's how bad. <laughs> that's how expensive it is. That's it's tough. horrible. <laughs> so you, uh, so you, you, and you. How long were you in business in real estate in California? Ten years there. Okay, so you've got quite a little database of you know, fans and other folks that could refer you business. So I, I would for sure, and, I, and a lot of people th- that may be listening have recently moved or are going to move to a new market, uh, maybe not out of state like you did, but in, a, in, a, in the same state in a different area code perhaps. So I would keep the old phone number, put it on a cheap phone and forward it to your new phone number. I think that would okay. be the way to go. And then the, okay. what's the area code where you are now? 512. 512 is where they're keeping it weird in Austin, for those of you who don't know. <laughs> True. So, uh, yeah. yeah, I think that would help you. Okay. Thank you. What other questions do you have? Um, as I'm going through, like I said, I'm just still new to learning your listening presentation. As I'm going through it, I feel like a lot of questions are popping up immediately off the top of my head. When we um, turn the page to the net proceeds worksheet, mm-hmm. won't that open up the commission conversation with the seller that we're sitting in front of? No, I'll tell you. I'll tell you how. Um, I'm going to tell you how I designed the all the presentations. Okay. So, um, F- do you know who Floyd Wickman is? I've heard you speak of him. So he's my yeah. mentor. He he's the guy that taught me everything I know about sales. Uh, and he was the only person in the entire real estate industry that was actually teaching sales training. Now, all those other coaches and trainers, they called it sales. I don't know what that baloney was, but it had nothing to do with sales. So he he was the real deal. And he designed the for sale by owner presentation. So that's the one I didn't design. But the the um, the listing, pricing – buyer and investor are the ones I designed. So here's what I did. I on the listing presentation and pricing presentation, I took a stack of 3 by 5 cards. And I run my whole life on 3 by 5 cards as you may have heard. Uh, I don't know how people could survive without them. But I wrote down every stupid thing that I had ever heard from a seller that I never ever wanted to hear again. I wrote down every crazy idea, every objection, uh, whether it had to do, you know, in a listing situation where it had to do with pricing or, or uh, so. For example, you know, we can always start high and come down later. You know, you don't ever want to hear that one again. Um, they would say, uh, "How are you going to advertise my house?" I never wanted to hear that again. Uh, they would say, "Are you going to hold my house open?" So me saying, uh, as a matter of fact, I'd rather stab myself in the eye than hold an, an open house, especially in this crappy, stinky house. Now, that doesn't sound good. So, you know, I got to come up with something better than that. So right. I just wrote all those down and then created a little uh, what I call a vignette. It's a little story, a little point that I'm making that's going to uh, you know, get their head right and make sure that they're not going to – say their objection, crazy idea, something that they've always heard. Um, As an example, 
the other thing is crushing the competitors. Any never miss an opportunity to differentiate yourself from your competitors and crush them. Uh, you know, with love, of course. So, um, the part where the contracts and the net sheet—that's what that is. That's a competitor crushing thing. Um, and the people that are not fearless agents, they don't know what we're, what we're talking about, but, you know, there's a thing in there about the, where it's just a visual that shows a net proceeds sheet. We're never going to fill out a net proceeds sheet in a listing presentation. That would be psychotic, okay? Oh, we're okay. going to we're going to give them a, a a estimate of what their net a very conservative estimate of what their net would be. But that's going to be after the pricing presentation. It'll be, you know, which we may not even do if if the uh, if we're not having um, what we want in the listing presentation, if it's not a good fit, in other words. So I just arranged all these things in a in a different order. And uh, and then you when you are presenting in a listing presentation or any kind of presentation, you want to have followed this format. So if you could write, for those of you listening, write this down. It's point, story, data, fear of loss, point. And so it's point, story, data, fear of loss, point. And then a, a nice little transition to the next point. So the, fear, the, the fearless agent listing presentation is a set of words that you say. I'm providing you with these visuals really just because it looks professional uh, to have them. And there, it's a crutch, really, for you not to forget what, what the next thing is because they start telling their story about their cat or something really interesting like that. Um, by the way, have you seen uh, the new movie Cats? No. It's the worst thing to happen to cats since dogs, I heard a guy say. It's that bad. Uh, but the, uh, uh, you know, they, they'll start talking about something, get you off track, and then you look down at the visuals, which are just images, and then that reminds you, oh, yeah, we're supposed to talk about that next. So they're, then they're put in a logical order that leads to the close, which is a magic question that hopefully has no wrong answer and you already know the answer. So, so that's, how, that's how I designed it. So everything that's in the listing presentation, every word you hear me say is, is there for a reason. There's no idle chit-chat. Every single thing I'm talking about has a purpose for it. For example, in the four questions, which is the uh, one of the first things you do. So you do the expired list intro, you do the preview of coming attractions, and then you ask the four questions. At the end of the four questions, they have to be sold on you. And if they're not, uh, then probably there's no reason to take the tour of their house after that. But then when you get back from the tour and you're doing the listing presentation, really it's just an objection-crushing machine. But if they're not sold on you, nothing you say there is really going to fix that. So the four questions is the most important part. So in the four questions, you know, one of the questions is, um, uh, it's the third question actually. First of all, where are you moving to? That could be, you know, 10 or 15 questions depending on their situation, if they're moving. Mm -hmm. And then the second part of the uh, when question is, you know, for the right amount of money, what's the soonest you and all of your stuff could be moved out of here from tonight? And 
you know, usually they say something like 30 days or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then, well, that's a trick. That's, uh, that, that's there for a reason. So then later, you know, you've, you've done the four questions. You, you, you said, uh, would there be anything keeping you from listing your house with me tonight at the end of the four questions? And then, uh, and then they say, oh, no, we'd have, to, we'd have to think about it. You know, you go, oh, no, no problem. Now let's go take a look at your house. Then you go take a look at your house. Now when they say we're going to have to think about it, I already know I'm getting the listing tonight. That's almost a guarantee. Because at the end of the listing presentation, we do the nutshell close. And I say, you know, so in a nutshell, um, so at the, we've come back from the tour. I've gone through the listing presentation, which is this objection-crushing, stupid idea-crushing, and competition-crushing machine, which is very short. It's, you know, three minutes long or something like that, ten minutes at the most. And then at the end, you say, so in a nutshell, uh, that's my philosophy of getting you absolute top dollar for your house. Would you say that's definitely what you're looking for? Now, everybody is going to say yes to that. And you need a yes right there. And then you say, so if we can agree on a price, is it fair to say that we're going to get the ball rolling tonight? And then they say, oh, no, Bob, we'd have to think about it. Now I have the opportunity to say, well, you know, um, let me tell you something that I do know. I know that you know that, in fact, you do not have to think about it. Do you know how I know that you know that you don't have to think about it? And they go, no, Bob. How do you know that? And I said, because six minutes ago, I asked you for the right amount of money. What's the soonest you and all your stuff could be moved out of here, Jeff? And you told me 30 days. Do you remember that? And they go, yeah, I remember that. And I said, and then I turned to your wife, Sheila, and I said, Sheila, is Jeff smoking crack or is that real? Do you, could you actually imagine all your stuff not being in here for the right amount of money? You could actually be moved out of here only 30 days from tonight. And she said, yeah. I said, so we both know that you don't have to think about it. And what's really going on is you're just putting off making a decision like everybody puts off making a decision. So we both know that's the truth, isn't it? And then they look at each other and they go, yeah, that's right, we're ready. And that almost works every single time. So, you know, when you're new and fearless agent until this moment, I don't think you knew why that was built in there, but there's a lot of stuff built into the presentation that's the callback and Everything is in there for a reason, so we have everything figured out for you so you don't have to worry. So even if you don't know why that's in there, it it tends to still work. So uh, what I want you to do – and by the way, for those of you listening, if any of what we talk about on this podcast or any of the videos you see uh, makes sense to you and you're earning less selling real estate than you wish you were, if like like Amanda, that was her story – and you're open to the idea of having some help, if you would like to learn more, you can always call me anytime at 480-385-8810. That is my cell phone. And let's just see if you and what you're trying to do and what we do, if it would be a good fit for you. And uh, I think Amanda would tell you if she calls me, 
like she called me today and didn't leave a message. That's how she ended up on the I hoodwinked her into this podcast <laughs> scam. I mean, strategy. Yeah, uh, did. yeah. So that be careful what happened when you call me. I might get you to do some work for me. But uh, you know, I love talking to realtors. I don't want anybody to ever think they're bothering me. Don't ever email me. Don't text me. Sales is about the phone. So always call me four eight zero three eight five eight eight one zero. If you think you can't afford coaching, but you wish you could, you know, go to fearlessagent.com, watch our free webinar. It's about 45 minutes long. Go to the speaking page on the website. There's about a 25-minute video. It's kind of an excerpt from a two-day event that I did, so that would help you and take some notes and then uh, watch all the free videos. And, uh, and, and again, you can always call me uh, before you become a coaching student. Uh, always happy to help you. So, uh, so Amanda, what, what would you say – uh, has changed for you since you've become a fearless agent and you are kind of brand new at this, but. <laughs> um, I can't say anything's changed for me. I mean, I feel like I will have a lot no improvement time. whatsoever from fearless <laughs> so, agent coaching. There's a ringing. Because I don't know it yet. I don't know it yet. It's, it's all, it all sounds great. I just don't know it yet. I haven't internalized it and learned it yet, but I think what I'm eager to learn the most, I guess, um, is the listing presentation and then the first sale by owner because I've always, I never really went after in all those years for sale by owners because mm-hmm. they just scared me. And, and you I did sign up during the holidays, so that kind of uh, yeah. slowed your yeah. progress down. So yeah, then, yeah. Here's, so, here's what I would like you to do. When uh, I would like you to memorize word for word tracks number two and tracks number 12 in the listing presentation. So the opener and the close, you're just going to feel better if you have that memorized word for word. And then be a rock star at tracks 2, 3, 4, 5, and 12. So be an absolute rock star at those tracks. And then the other ones, just be able to make the point that I'm making in your own words. Because the truth, I don't don't want, like I never had it memorized when I was an agent. You know, I... I, uh, I think most people are most impressed by the pricing presentation. Have you seen that video? Yes, I, I've watched it. So mm-hmm. you you think, how in the world did he think that up? You're probably thinking, right? Yes. So, uh, but the truth is, uh, it's it's recorded. So you hear me say it the same way every time. But that's the only reason mm-hmm. that happened in, in real life. Like when I designed it, I never wrote it out. I never transcribed it. I never memorized any part of it. So I, th- I think I have a lot of coaching students that start memorizing stuff. I'm not sure that's a good idea. In fact, I'm pretty sure it's not a great idea. So think of what is the point I'm making and then you know understand that point. If you ever have any doubts, why am I making that? Why am I even talking about this? You know, Then you don't understand mm-hmm. the point. You should call me. I do understand it. I'll tell you what it is. And then uh, just be able to communicate the point in your own words because if you are memorized, you know, you would have a brain freeze and then all of a sudden you would have to make the point in your own words. And if you didn't know what the point was, that would make that uh, unlikely to happen. So that really is is the secret to that. What other questions do you have, Amanda? Um, Most recently, like I told you, I never really went after for sale by owners, but I am now because I'm coaching with you and you recommend it, obviously. Mm -hmm. And he says, uh, just bring me a buyer. Bring me a buyer. That's all he kept saying to me. And mm-hmm. so I didn't really know how to respond to him with bring me a buyer. 
Um, and I'm, I guess I'm wondering what would your response be? My response would be, uh, can I ask you about bringing you a buyer? So whenever you want somebody who is not listening to shut up and listen, you say, can I ask mm-hmm. you about that? And then they say, sure. Now they've given you permission to talk and they're mm-hmm. far less likely to interrupt you or say something dumb. So in okay. the in the for sale by owner dialogue on the phone, you're talking about on the phone. Correct. Yeah, um, it was a cold call and he just kept cutting me off just I, I'm just because I just prefer to do it this way, he says, because I said, Do you hate realtors? You know, I use your script. Well, mm-hmm. do you hate realtors? No. I just prefer to do it this way. He kept saying, Just bring me a buyer if you have a buyer. So it is, so right then when I when he says that so I would say so it isn't even one little bit about money is that correct See the first the first question is the setup question then there's the magic question and that will always lead to the appointment if you got the very first question which is the setup question answered and the and the and the magic question answered so the setup question with a for sale by owner it would be different for an expired. But for for sale by owner, the setup question is, uh, it, it isn't do you hate realtors? I, you know, I, you, you say, I, I noticed that you were trying to sell your house by not having it on the market with a real estate professional. Is that because you hate realtors? So probably for the first time, they've heard that their house is not on the market. They think it is because it's on Zillow or some crap like that. Uh, mm-hmm. But they need to understand that it's not. So, th- And usually they say, oh, no, I don't hate realtors. And this guy says, no, I would just rather do it myself. Okay. Right. So the question isn't, do you hate realtors? That's not the, that's not the question. The question is, is it the principle of the thing or is it the money? So it would be the principle of the thing if he knew he would net – Ten, fifteen, twenty thousand dollars less by being for sale by owner than he would with any real estate professional, which is highly likely, by the way. Mm-hmm. If he knew that and he would still do it himself, knowing that he would lose money, then that's called the principle of the thing. You'd have to be a pretty committed do-it-yourselfer. Uh, <laughs> it would like it'd be me if I was to say, "Oh my." Sink is le- – this is true. This is actual true story, by the way. <laughs> Home Improvement Projects Got Wrong.com. You can see my picture there. But um, uh, if I said uh, – I think I'm going to try and fix the sink leak myself. Uh, I would probably be netting $1,000 less and probably a trip to the emergency room and some other additional add-on costs than hiring a professional plumber. So, uh, But some people are committed do-it-yourselfers. He, I don't mm-hmm. think, is. I think if you frame the question right and you said, uh, can I ask you about that? And if he says yes and he's willing to be quiet, then you say, so if you knew for certain that you were going to lose tens of thousands of dollars by doing it yourself just for the luxury of not involving a real estate professional – would you be committed to losing the money? Oh, that's good. And if he said no, yeah. then you say, so you're not allergic to money, correct? And if he says, no, I'm not allergic to money, but blah, 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 then you'd say, so you're not 
allergic to money. Am I right? And he go, that's right. Then you do the magic question, which is, if I have an amazing strategy, and of course I do, and no other agent has it, and I already know you know that they don't, and it would 1,000% guarantee you that the buyer would grossly overpay for your house, and they'd be happy they did, and you would net, after all the expenses are paid, tens of thousands of extra dollars that you could get any other way with or without any agent, would you want to hear about that, or are you allergic to money? Okay, so that that question has to get answered. And that question doesn't make sense unless the first question is answered, uh, no, it's not the principle of the thing. Yes, it is about the money. So the first one has to get answered, then the second one has to get answered, and then you will always book the appointment. You know, there, I have a brand new uh, coaching student who you know, he was setting up his Mojo account and all that, getting ready to make his calls for the very first time ever. And uh, he, you know, called, the first call he made was, happened to be to a for sale by owner, and he booked the appointment on this very first call, which is great, but I think we know his odds are going down from there. You know, it's kind of like 100% now, but not likely (laughs) to improve. So... um, (laughs) So what other questions do you have? Uh, immediate question would be, I have scheduled a, a listing appointment with this lady that told me over the phone uh, that she would not be interested in going with me because I'd probably charge 6%. Well, then and she doesn't uh, have to worry because you charge 7 <laughs> so Well, that's a relief. I kind of, <laughs> I kind of stated around that. So, well, that's open for discussion. We can discuss that. So, so let's, let's talk about that. So she... Yeah. she so I have First, this appointment coming up with this lady that has these things set in her mind that I'm going to be super cheap, <laughs> and I'm not going to be. So, yeah. Yeah. So here, here's here, we have two ways to go. When you're a realtor, you've got two options. You can be the me too and more of it at a lower commission realtor. You can get business that way, promising more stuff, uh, doing more things that honestly don't even help the seller at all, like staging and, you know, videos and all this baloney. Uh, Or you can uh, net them tens of thousands of extra dollars uh, using the magic trick that only fearless agents know how to do. So the buyer overpays for their house and the buyer is happy that they did that. So my theory is if if I'm the buyer – and I grossly overpay for my house, and I'm happy I did, and the seller's happy I did, then everybody's happy. So that's the way it should go. What usually happens is the buyer gets a discount on the house they buy because the listing agent doesn't represent the seller. The whole industry is so buyer-focused that the um, sellers are going disturbingly unrewarded. And, uh, you know, the seller's unhappy and the buyer agent is happy, and the buyer is happy. So, um, right. so that that's not the way to go. But um, right, right. now I forgot the question you asked me. What in the heck was the question? <laughs> Do you know how old I am? I'm so old I can hide my own Easter eggs now. This is bad. <laughs> so I didn't address her question. I just said, "Well, that's that's everything's negotiable. We'll discuss that." 
Um, oh, the commit. Oh, that's right. So, so the yes. what you want to do is not get off track, like I just did on this show. <laughs> uh, so, you was she a FISBO or an expired or a cold no, call? No, regular cold call. call. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, where are you moving to? Once she says yes, I am thinking of selling my house. If she says, did she immediately say yes, I am thinking of selling my house, but. Yeah. Uh, you probably charge 6%, so I'm not going to yeah. talk to you. Interview me, exactly. You'd say, well, that's no problem. Where are you moving to? So, in other words, you don't handle a commission objection on the phone. Or, or ever. If you're a feral, feral sage, you would well, never need to handle it. Agreed to even interview me had I not said something to it, though. I'm not so sure that's would, true. No? Okay. Yeah. Because if if you said, where are you moving to? And then She's already you, moved out. Okay, well, then, so then it would be where is her money moving to. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, but then, you again, you've got to get the where is your money moving to questions answered. And uh, uh, then it would be uh, selling her on the product, crushing the competitors with her help, then reselling her on the product, and then – uh, when is the soonest you would open up your hand, let me plunk the tens of thousands of dollars in it. And again, that is net after all the expenses are paid, extra tens of thousands. And you turn over the keys to the new owner and then you book the appointment. If Let me ask you, uh, if you're pressed kind of this, because, it's, you know, we have the expired intro, then we've got the outline of events and we have the four questions. If you're pressed in between all that for just tell me how much I can get and how much you charge. How do you kind of dance around that to not be off-putting to them or rude? Well, I'd um, say, Amanda, when I was on the phone with you, you might remember that uh, you told me you were not allergic to money. Do you remember that? Sure. <laughs> when I was on the phone with you, I said, I have a unique strategy and no other agent has it. And... Uh, it involves you ending up netting, after all the expenses are paid, tens of thousands of extra dollars more than any other agent could get you or more than you could get you any other way. Are you still interested in that? Yeah. Do you know – there's only one way to do that, okay, obviously. So do you know what that way is called, Amanda? No, I it's, don't. It's called Bob's way. So what we're not going to do today is skip any steps that might involve you losing tens of thousands of dollars. So where, and then I would just do the next question, whatever question I just asked, I'd get right back on track and wouldn't skip a beat. Okay. Sounds great. All right. Well, hey, did you have fun on the big podcast here today? I did. So here's the deal. For those of you who want to have a great time moving to or from uh, or helping somebody, if you're an agent and you know somebody who is just flat out tired of keeping it weird in Austin and they want to move their <laughs> weirdness to some other town, you can call 310. Now, I happen to know that number is going to change. She's going to change that to a Texas number. But you can call 310-694-4819, toll free, day or night, Amanda Contreras in Cedar Park. Texas in the greater Austin metroplex, the capital city of Texas, the Lone Star State. 
And uh, once again, I want to thank you for joining us today, Amanda, and I want to thank all of you for joining us today. Please do visit us at fearlessagent.com. You can call me directly at 480-385-8810 anytime. Please do give us a five-star review of this podcast on iTunes. And until next week, do what all fearless agents do. Have you learned what all fearless agents do during the week, Amanda, yet? We always have fun. Because if it ain't fun, we ain't doing it. We always, now that you have all these remarkable skills, stay humble. But most of all, be fearless. Thanks, gang. Uh